Marvin Keller Trucking is currently looking for drivers to expand their fleet. We have solo, team, lease purchase, owner-operators, and even part-time local positions available. Their solo drivers get up to $0.54 a mile. Teams get up to $0.58 a mile. Late model Cascadias and Mac Anthems available. Your health benefits start on day one. That's nice. No-touch freight and 60% drop in hook. Nice. Want something different? Join the Elite Fleet. Four days on and four days off. Hourly pay of $20 to $25 an hour. Want to start your own business? Check out the Lease Purchase Program. With payments as low as $345, you can pay the truck off and start hiring your own drivers. Want more details? Call 888-418-5161, extension 280. Marvin Keller Trucking. Hey, drivers, are you looking for a new job or are you looking just to become a new lease driver? Well, NCI offers new Kenworth T680 double bunk condos with APU and refrigerator, all standard in all of their equipment. Come aboard and become a lease operator or you can become a company driver. NCI offers regional positions, over-the-road positions, team positions, and also NCI will take on a few students if you've graduated from a trucking school. Pick up the phone, check out NCI, and see if they have what you're looking for at 888-311-7076. That's 888-311-7076. Talk CDL. Just kidding. (laughs) We're not the news. We're not Channel 9. We're not CNN. Definitely not CNN. We're not Fox News. We are Talk CDL. So, I don't even know where to start tonight. You, uh, I know you have something you want to talk about, but check this out. I thought maybe I'd, 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 I picked up this little article. It was actually kind of enlightening, um, nice news. Well, that's always the good news. I like that news better. So, for all you people looking for, um, what, what was that, that, that song? You got the bubble head at Bleach Blonde. She comes on at five. <laughs> she could tell you about a plane crash with, with a, gleam a gleam in her, her eye. <laughs> so if you guys are all looking for dirty laundry, um, you can turn off while I give good news for a minute and then check back in at seven or eight minutes when we're back to the blood and guts. <laughs> all right. <laughs> um, so check this out. Listen to this. Listen to this article. I found this. You know, I get a lot of news alerts. They come to us. Mm-hmm. It's titled, Cat Accidentally Hitches a Ride to the U.S., Gets Back Home Thanks to a Trucker with a Big Heart. Aww. I know, man. It comes out of the Saskatchewan uh, area of Canada. Mm-hmm. So it was a Canadian kitty. Aww. A Canadian cat. I, I, I see, wanna, see. I want to make, like, Canadian jokes right now. Keep I? your cats up there, guys. <laughs> yeah, I'm serious. Can't even control your cats. Well, they, they you know what they say about cats. Well, I don't know. Is this a, a, a cat joke? Stray cats. Stray cats? Yeah. Oh, that's a little funny. All right. So I'm going to read this. Just kind of cute. It, it says, a very lucky cat uh, from Redvers, Saskatchewan, took an unexpected trip to the United States this week and made it back home thanks to the help of truck driver Jack Shao. Yay, Jack Shao. Okay. Anyways, it says, uh, uh, I don't know if the Chelsea... Chelsea Mark Markhan said she uh, had let Spooky, I guess Spooky's the cat, 
let Spooky outside along with her other two cat. You know what? I'm not a cat person, and neither are you. I'm allergic to them. Can let's can we be honest about cats? And I know we'll probably get some truckers writing in. Cats stink. They, mm-hmm. they if you have a litter box, I'm, I don't care whose house I've been into. And again, I'm not here to put people down that have cats. When I was a kid, we had cats, but we never kept them in. They'd go out, kill a rat, kill a mouse, a snake, whatever. And and they they'd come in in the day, kind of lounge around, eat, and then at night those cats didn't want to be in. You know, we lived on a mountain, and they were just out doing their thing. Yeah, hunting. That's when all the prey comes out. Right. They 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 did not stink because we wouldn't allow them to go to the bathroom in our house. I didn't like it. And again, I'm not putting people down that are cat people. Mm-hmm. People. I mean, you can look at videos. There's like cat cutesy video thingies, you know, out there mm-hmm. that people get all pumped up on. Oh, I think they're cute. I It's not that I dislike a cat. I mean, like you said, we had cats. I'm allergic to them, but... I'm allergic to the smell. I think a lot of... Well, I don't like the smell either. Mm-hmm. There are very, very, very few people that I know <coughs> that can have a cat <coughs> and not have a smell. <coughs> and it's the ones, like... My nephew taught his cat how to use the toilet. Do you remember the Flintstones cat on the song? Someday, maybe Fred will win the fight. Then that cat will stay out for the night. Remember, and he'd throw the cat out, and the cat would come back in and toss. Mm-hmm. And he'd be like, to Wilma. Yeah. See, even like the cartoons of cats weren't like <laughs> You know what I mean? Like Fred, Fred got kicked out. I'm just amazed that you knew that. Like word for word there. <laughs> hey man, I was a Flintstone guy. So anyway, so check it out. He says he said I I just kind of assumed that in the morning they would all three come running home. Basically, this is what she's saying. So anyways, here's what happens. I'm going to make this. I'll, I'll make this a little short. It said as the day progressed and Spooky had not returned, um, she started to grow nervous. She posted on social media that the cat was missing, but no one. In the community of about a thousand people, had seen the black cat sneaking around. They're sneaky. Cats are sneaky. You gotta mm-hmm. admit it. They are. You know what's worse? When they, when, you ever smell? Uh, when we had cats, the males, they'd be outside fighting. That's the worst sound in the world. But what was even worse than the sound was when a male cat urinates on the tree, and they they stand backwards. Yeah, they and spray. Squ- they squirt backwards. Just. Goofiest looking thing, but the smell of it, it'll give you a headache for life. So anyways, Spooky, it said, um, let's see what happened. I'm just saying. So, um, okay, so here's what happened. About 1130 at night, her phone rang and the, the cat's vet, you know, like the cat has its own doctor. And it said, Chelsea, uh, uh, this is Christine Hill. I guess she was the vet, Christine. And it said, uh, it, the article says, I have Jack Shayo. He's a trucker. Yay for the truckers. <sighs> right? Uh, he's in the U.S. right now, but he has your cat. See, if I was Jack, I'd have been like, "What? how much are you going to pay to get him back? <laughs> how much is he worth? Because <laughs> people would pay for their cat. You know that, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So anyways, it says, sometime during the night, Spooky had managed to crawl up in the engine bay of his blue Peterbilt semi-truck. Mm. So at least he hits the right on a good truck. <laughs> Spooky's a Peterbilt kitty. Anyways, the uh, it says, luckily, he found he was found safe uh, spot. to He found a safe spot to sit while the truck traveled 790 kilometers. What's a kilometer? It's like, yeah. is it a mile? Is I it close have, to a mile? I have no idea. So anyways, he went down to North Dakota. And then it says Shao was doing a routine check, 
at the Robinson Lake gas plant when he found the cat. He says, I was scared, Chao said. At the time, it was dark. His eyes were really bright. I thought, what is that? It kind of scared me. I was afraid of seeing anything hurt. So, so Jack's a compassionate trucker. I mean, that's cool. You know, we need more truckers like Jack. Mm-hmm. You know? I'd have been like, get out of here, cat. You would have. Get, get out of here. Yeah, you would have. Then I would have, they would have said, some cat's missing. I'd be like, um, I didn't see him. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> not not me. It wasn't me. But anyways, so anyway, so Jack found the cat. He was afraid that the cat was hurt. Obviously, you would think, wow. Uh, so anyways, he said, I thought he was hurt because uh, he didn't have much room under there, under the hood. And uh, must have been a 379 all compacted in there. He says, he asked another truck driver to help uh, pull Spooky out. Yeah, I guarantee claws, little knives. I, I guarantee it. You know what I would have done just to piss Spooky off? I would have gave him a bath. You ever give a cat a bath? Yeah. It's the freaking funniest thing in the world. Their eyes get real big. They look mm-hmm. like a drowned rat. Mm-hmm. And they look like they're going to die. Yeah, their eyes dilate. It looks like... <laughs> Yeah. I'm telling you. ears are back. That would be the funny. And, and they're making that noise at you. Remember we had that cat and I'm like holding all four paws and dipping. We weren't drowning him. We were, you were bathing him. Mm-hmm. But it was like the whole time we were giving him a bath. What was he doing? I was like, we're not killing you. Set, settle down, kitty. I said, so. <laughs> no, we didn't do that. Okay. So anyways. It's you got to hear my cat's name, though. I got, at least got to tell you. If you're going to hear it, you're going to give it. No, we opinion. haven't had cat in 20 years. Yeah. Well, tell him what the name was. Einstein. No, but what his was his nickname? Cat. His nickname was Cat. Cat. <laughs> cat the cat. But anyway. So anyways, it, it said, um, he asked another truck driver to help rip Spooky, or I'm sorry, pull Spooky out. And surprisingly, the cat was fine. Yay. Spooky's okay. Anyway, so Shao called the number, which is cool because this is one of those incidences where you got to call her and there's an actual phone number. The proper or the, ID. Exactly. Yeah, the proper ID. Without that proper ID, Jack might have had a new pet. Or lunch. Or lunch? Who eats cats? <laughs> so anyways. Right. You don't know it, people. <laughs> I'm like, don't say it. <laughs> all right. So anyways, uh, it says Shao called the number on the cat's collar. The number was the vet. I guess that was at. Uh, Christine girl. And it said after he connected with Markin, Marchan, he made the cat as comfortable as he could and gave him water. Yeah. Uh, That was nice, Jack. Anyway, so he was actually, it said the cat went on a journey into North Dakota, then over to one other state and then came back to North Dakota. And luckily the next day, Jack was actually going back up there. So... Yeah, luckily. Right. So what they did was they actually got a hold of the border. The people said, hey, listen, because Jack was nervous. I'm going to now got to smuggle an animal into Canada. Well. Can't, Canadians don't mess around. No, they don't. I'm just trying to think of how to have a passport. Yeah. With the cat? A cat port. A cat port. So anyways, anyways, so they called the border. The border knew that the kitty was coming, got up there, and then Jack got his picture with the cat. Happily ever after is spooky. Aw. Aw. Spooky. Nice. Spooky's alive. He was a little spooked, but you know. Hey, you know what? The fact that you know, judging mm. by the name, I'm gonna assume Spooky. it was you know like one of those black cats. He and was stuff. pure black. He's so. a beautiful. He is a beautiful animal. So you know, that's one of those. Yeah, if you're called Spooky, you're you're uh, gonna be. And well, he's got the green eyes too. Here's the other thing. Yeah. How many people do you know that actually believe in those superstitions over the black cats and stuff? A, a lot of people. Oh my god, a black cat just walked in front of me, yeah. and then and then I tripped and fell underneath a 
a ladder and and broke a mirror at the same time. Well, I was carrying my mirror, yeah. Yeah. So I need my I rabbit's mean, foot. So oh, no, the, cat the fact ate that it. Spooky was in the truck, mm-hmm. in the hood, you know. He probably <laughs> spoke. He was in the hood. <laughs> the hell's oh, oh, the hood. I get it. Truck. He was under the hood. <laughs> I thought you said he's in the hood. I'm like, what the hell? You're bad. So, anyways, yeah. So, Spooky is back in Canada. He's a Canadian cat. Get him back up there. We love Canadians. Eh? Do we? Yeah. Spooky, eh? Spooky, eh? <laughs> all right. So, all right. All right. So, you, you had actually mentioned something earlier about. And because I, I, you had mentioned something about the, um, if, since we're moving on, uh, you had mentioned something about the blah blah blah. What was it called? The the house, the clearing house, the clearing house. And I had said, wow, we've we've talked about that quite a bit. But you had mentioned something that I actually had heard the other day also because I seen a report mm-hmm. where, and I didn't know the percentage. So tell me, do you have an article on it, or do you? Do yeah, you, no, it's an article that I read. It was something like 13% uh, and an increase. So why don't you go ahead no, and... No, reveals 13% of the... Um, I thought you said it was a 13% increase in refusals or something like that. That people, since the clearinghouse opened up, there's been a, an increase in refusals. Is that not what you told me? That's what I thought it said at first. So you were you gave me false information? Yeah, I did. So we, we just put out false information? Well, no, you just said it. I, I've done it's that. 13%, but 13%, what it says is... The clearinghouse um, shows that 13% of drug testing violations collected by by them during the first half of the year were classified as refusals during pre-employment drug screens. So what they're saying is that considering that a refusal in the content of the pre-employment can really only occur after the driver has been handed a urine collection cup. This number may be a good proxy for how often drivers attempt to defeat the urinalysis. So what they're saying then is that this number, if it remains high, could accelerate calls for the U.S. Department of Transportation to approve the hair follicle testing that everybody, or oral fluid testing. So because these drivers are refusing during their pre-employment and it's going up as a, you know, a refusal as a positive or, you know, that it, that's there, what's happening is the trucking industry, the Department of Transportation, will then, instead of giving these drivers the opportunity to do the urine test, they're going to start saying mandatory across the board. You're going to have to do a hair follicle or, or a saliva swab. So drivers can't be. You shouldn't be doing that. Don't be refusing. Well, first off, let's let's we'll break that down real quick. The first off, a refusal is a failure. Mm-hmm. I know people are going, no, it's not. Yes, it is. It's a failure because. When you go to get a job, it's it's the same level. They nobody cares. You could you could say I just I I there's and a lot of drivers I've talked to they say well they said I refused but I really didn't mm-hmm. and 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 here's the other thing like it, whether it's a pre-employment or a random you actually have so much time to do it and if you don't get it done that's a refusal which is a failure and I know I'm probably confusing people because people are going well how could it be a failure if I didn't take it. Because it's it nobody cares. It's yeah, it's what's it, what's it called? Like you're admitting guilt or something like yeah. you're admitting something. It's it's something to that effect. But you were saying about the randoms. Sixteen percent of the randoms that go out there mm. are 
refusals also. So they have 13% during pre-employment and 16% during randoms that are refusing. Say no to drugs. <laughs> Just kidding. It's a cliche. <laughs> Just say no. But no, be, being honest, okay, look, and, and I've said this a million times, we won't beat this too long, but, you know, first off, you got a Class A CD on your pocket, all right? I, I won't even drink more than a beer if, I, if Ruth Ann and I are out to dinner. Excuse me. I refuse to, to drive only because all you need is is somebody to bump into you to where you're filling out a police report and the cop goes, is that alcohol I smell on your breath there, sir? Mm-hmm. And next thing you know, it's just a bunch of BS. And my luck, I'll get the guy that was I was in the accident with, his cousin Billy Bob is probably the local cop and his uncle Jed is the freaking judge. Knowing my luck. So I refuse to I just refuse to, to drive if I have any alcohol in my breath. I just don't do it. I, I make you drive. You do. And mm-hmm. I don't even I'm I'm not out getting drunk. I just like if I have a beer with my dinner, mm-hmm. I absolutely I'm like, that's my CDL. You guys, I'm going to tell you, and this is the truth. You got a class A CD on your pocket. Treat it like a college degree. I don't, and don't, and don't, don't sit there making fun of it going, oh, it's not a college degree. Yeah, well, guess what? Half you truckers are making more than half these dumbasses that do two to four years in college and they come mm-hmm. out and they get a job at Burger King right. and their, their damn college degree is about toilet paper. So trust me, your CDL is more, 10 times better to have right. than most college degrees these days. I'm going to tell you that right now. You're a working, hard working man. Don't shit on your damn license and don't shit on your damn career all right so if, if that's the case all right seriously you're in a state that that pots that's pots legal like colorado don't smoke weed just because it's legal doesn't mean you should have it doesn't mean you should be doing it as a trucker you smoke weed and then you go back go to work even though you're not high and they they say up oh, hey ruth Ann, you're up for a random and you'd be like what's that dude Exactly. You're not you're you're done, man. Well, it's legal, dude. No, it doesn't it's not legal in trucking. It's not federally. It's legaling. not right. You you test positive for weed, coke, anything, opiates, you're done. And it just it's and then the rest of your life you're going to say this the high wasn't worth my entire career. Now you get to go to Walmart and be a greeter or a clerk or whatever the hell else they hire you as because your CDL just got crapped on. I'm mm-hmm. just telling you. That's just what you Guys, don't mess with that CDO. And and then what was the end result? They're thinking about now really pushing hair follicles. Yeah, and saliva. And the the sw- mouth swabs and the hair follicles. I so that will end up going mandatory across for everybody soon. I mean, certain companies do require that that's what they're trying to do. But Didn't we just read about... what? There's a time limit on the hair follicle. They, they can only cut... Was it like an inch or half an inch, they can only go, they have to measure the hair follicle. That's a, that's a fact. We read that before. Yeah. So that way they can only go back, it's like 45 or 90 days. I, I forget what the time limit is. So what the bottom line is, these guys snip at one inch of your hair and it goes back. And that's the other thing that I, I, I don't think that's fair because look at how fast does my hair grow compared to yours. Seriously. Well, that's why they say an inch, because on an average, people's hair grows differently. Okay, well, that's not fair, though. Like, for example, a guy where his hair, okay, takes like a half a year to grow an inch. What if he smoked weed five months ago? Now he's screwed because because his hair only grew an inch in five months. That's what I'm saying. Some people, they'll smoke weed, right? Think about this. If you're a person where your hair grows really slow and you smoke a little bit of weed in a legal state, 
okay, where it's you're free to do that. But five months later, your hair, your hair barely grew an inch, and they snip it, and guess what? It's now in that one inch. You're going to test positive. When you get a guy like me, my hair grows in two weeks. I guess what? I, I, could, I could probably smoke a little bit of weed 30 days ago, and my hair is over an inch longer. I don't know what the stipulations on there are. That would be something that we'd have to look into to see exactly what what the yeah because they do the saliva test but i don't know how far back you know with the saliva test i don't know much about that one either the mouth swab so they do a saliva test for for mm -hmm. drug and alcohol yeah I didn't know that's that. I just said that like three times. I didn't listen to you. I know. I never do. Oh, you know. But seriously, it, it, it's it, bottom line. What this is, what were you we were talking about this on the way over, and we and I was saying, it's always the guys, the guys that are are that don't give a flying crap that screw everybody up. It, that there's an old saying: one bad one bad apple does spoil the whole bunch. Okay, the the bad ones ruin it for everybody else. This is why ninety percent of WalMarts. Don't allow truckers to park there. Why? Because of that small percent. The, not not every trucker. Most truckers are respectful. But the, you know who I'm talking about, guys. If Whoever's listening, if you're the guy that throws your shit out the window when you're parked at the bottom of the parking lot, you, you clean your truck out in the in the parking lot. You, uh, we've seen guys changing oil and leaving their oil pan. We've seen guys... You know, dumping piss bottles out and in a Walmart. What do you think Walmart said? No more. Well, it's the same thing here. You got enough guys that are doing drugs in the industry, and then they're refusing. They're going to start hair follicles, and the guys that are really good people are now going to get condemned. Okay, because maybe they smoked weed four months ago in a legal state. Okay, and they waited long enough to drive, but now they're screwed because they're getting their hair snipped. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying, man. It is what it is. I'm just whining a little bit. I'm trying to look here. I have a test pull, uh, thing pulled up about them. So about what? During the test, the tester will remove a small hair sample close to a person's scalp and send it to a laboratory. So that's what I thought. They can't take it from the ends because that's uh, right, the longest that's the hair. the oldest. Okay. Right. So they'll take it from the from the scalp. That's why it's a follicle because the closest to the scalp will have it. Okay. Keep going on that because remember we had read this last year. This random thing, and they said, the, the advice that the one trucker gave, or the doctor gave, they said, make sure if they do a hair follicle on you, that you physically watch them take the lauded size. I think it's an inch, or a half an inch, or whatever the, the length is they're allowed to take. So let's say you have your hair six inches long. Don't allow the the lady that's taking your, your, your hair sample to take more than she's allowed. And you make sure you take back what's the excess hair. And I'm serious. That's just the truth. You can't trust somebody else. And I'm not advocating for anybody to protect them from smoking weed. But I'm just saying, if you're in a state where it's legal, it's it's just like a beer. Okay? But you're going to get, a trucker's going to get hung because of a damn hair follicle test. I'm just saying. That's all I'm saying. I'm trying to see. It's not showing me. Yep. On this one, it's not showing me how. I have a memory with a, like a steel trap. No, you don't. Okay. It's maybe plastic. Like a, you know, you know, the, if you want to go with steel trap, yeah. you know, those old fishing, like the, the minnow buckets. The rusted one out. Mm, yeah. The minnow buckets. My memory's a little. You're a minnow bucket. Yeah. And so 
is uh, or my ideas smaller than minnows that they're getting out? They're escaping. Okay. Are we moving on or are you, are you still trying to find that? I'm actually, I just reworded the word. So I want to see. I want to see what it is now. And since I probably got everybody wanting the same thing, okay. okay. A single hair isn't going to be enough for a hair drug test, and you can't use hair collected from a brush or another source. It must be taken directly from the person's head for the analysis to effect, effectively determine drug use. Or a sample of hair needs to be 1.5 inches long and have the thickness of a pencil. That was in 2018, though. So 1.5, so an inch and a half. See, you know, I'm curious. Google, if you would, Google what does the average person's hair grow? How, what is the average and what's quick and what's slow? So that's what I just don't, I don't like that. I don't like the fact that the guy that has slower growing hair, it, it's, it's, it's really not a fair, <clears throat> excuse me, it's really not fair. And, and I'm, I'm not, again, I'm not advocating for somebody smoking weed. I'm just saying what's fair is fair. If you live in a state that is legal, why should you be condemned? Especially if you smoked the weed 45 days ago and you're not, and you're not you know, intoxicated. It should, doesn't make sense that he should be hung. That's just my, my thoughts. Troy's thoughts. Okay, I'm going to move on if you don't. You got something? Well, I'm pulling that up, but I was going to tell you... <clears throat> That with, now I lost my train of thought. You you were going to tell me with what? Okay, the American Academy of Dermatology said that hair grows about a half an inch per month on average. That's a grand total of about six inches per year for the hair on your head. So so basically a half an inch, if you're taking an inch and a half, then that sounds like they're going back 90 days. Right. And on they, average. On this on this. One that we had read, but that was 2018. It said that it had to be from your head. I actually have heard from the medical field from different people. Mm-hmm. They could take the hair from other parts of the body. I've heard that too. To get the yeah. drug. Yeah. So it has to have a follicle. So if you're going to try and avoid that, you literally have to shave every single hair on your body. And they Every hair. And I've seen an episode of um, forensics or one of them where a guy did that. He didn't want to be DNA'd with his hair. Mm-hmm. And they they were looking over his body and he had like two hairs on his back or something that he missed. <laughs> and that's how they got him. So, all right. Well, let's move on. Uh, but guys, don't do drugs, uh, you know, and, and get in a tractor trailer. That's all it's to it. The easiest way to not get uh, test positive or have to refuse one, Ruth Ann, would you say? It's don't do the damn drugs. Right. I mean, you need to... Would you want your doctor, your dentist, Dr. Giggles, do you want him to be, do you want him to be like high when he goes into your mouth to start cleaning your teeth or fix a cavity? No. So you're just as dangerous. It would make a fun day at the dentist. Dr. Giggles. Yeah. (laughs) All right, let's move on. I'm not here to lecture these guys. I'm just saying, look, I mean, with all this technology, the best thing you can do is probably don't do it. You know, it's just, it's, we're in one of those careers as a truck driver where there's a few things that can hang your ass and I'm about to read one. So let's move on. Listen to this title. Driver facing felony charges in Indiana crash that killed four children declared imminent hazard by the FMCSA. Yeah. Is that crazy or what? Listen to this. It's horrible. It just happened in uh, this month. 
Woo, this is a big article, but I'm going to try to skip around. This happened in Cambridge. It says a truck driver was charged with multiple felonies related to a July 9th accident in Wayne County, Indiana that resulted in the death of four children. He's been arrested, and he's had uh, a couple charges uh, thrown at him by the Preble County, Ohio um, DA. It says, uh, according to records, in addition, the driver has been declared an Im- imminent hazard to public safety by the Fodor, F- Fodor, by the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration, or the FMCSA. It says, a July report by Ohio, uh, an Ohio outlet noted that Corey Withrow, uh, age 31, of Camden, Ohio was arrested July 14th and charged with violating terms of probation from a, a 2019 drug conviction. This guy's got like a long list of stuff. It says, I want to, what I want to do is I want to scroll down to where it says, it says the July 9th accident, which occurred in the late afternoon, it said on, this was on I-70 in Cambridge, Indiana. I stand corrected what I, I said Ohio before. It said it involved two tractor trailers and a Chevy passenger van or a Chevy passenger vehicle. It says when uh, Wayne County deputies arrived at the scene, they found a Chevy and uh, a 2004 KW Kenworth tractor with a loaded box or a dry van uh, on the left uh, side of eastbound 70. Now, listen to this. They were both fully engulfed in flames. Mm. Now, these are little kids. It's This is actually a tearjerker, this one. It says a, uh, an investigation... By the uh, law enforcement indicated that the Kenworth driven by Withrow was he was coming eastbound on 70, right? He was in the right lane and it said the driver came up, up of course, this is the part that kills you, came up on slow traffic, right? Uh, uh, and a, uh, it said they slowed to merge into the left lane of the construction zone. So they're bottlenecking down and it says the KW failed to slow down as he approached the slow traffic and rear-ended the Chevy car in the right lane, pushing the car forward into the left rear of the other tech trailer. So basically sandwich this car, okay, into another rig. It says, um, and so basically the the car was on fire. The truck, the tractor trailer was on fire also, but they pulled him out. He was okay. All right, the other driver, the innocent trucker. It said the, uh, con- the Kenworth continued uh, pushing the passenger uh, into the left lane and eventually into the berm of the left lane, where the two vehicles burst into flame at the time of the July 9th incident. Uh, uh, Withrow was employed by Barnett's Inc. of Camden, Ohio. Now, it says a passerby... This has got to be horrible for Barnett's also, just so you know this. You know, you hire somebody, and then they go out, and they act this way in your rig. Mm-hmm. Um, this was one of the reasons why... Remember that guy, Jack Satterfield, that mm-hmm. uh, made... Um, what were they called? Green Tree? Out of business. You know, he went out and got drunk, and then he killed a bunch of people in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. This is almost the same damn thing. Um, it says a passerby was able to pull the driver of the passenger car. So the driver of this of this Chevy was pulled out. The sad part was their kids were not. Most of the kids were probably in safety right. seats so, of some sort, you know, or because if they were older, they would have gotten themselves out. Absolutely. And that's that's the part you're you, as parents and grandparents, you're probably all going, oh, my gosh, this is horrible. He says um, they were unable to rescue the four passengers from the car. And here's the part that's killer. It says the uh, police 
uh, Indiana police. And you know what? This is. I wonder if this is in in uh, Sensei's area. This is right there in Indiana. I'm gonna have to ask him. I will have to see if if he was involved in this. It said the uh, Indiana police, state police investigators have identified the fatalities. In honor, I'm going to mention these kids' names, okay? Uh, it says Noel Acosta was 15. Quentin Michael McGowan was 13. Um, Brecken Riley Bruce was 8. And Trenton Bo Bruce was 6 years old. It's like they're babies. It's terrible. It says the driver of the car, 34-year-old Aaron Bruce of KC, Missouri, was transported to the hospital in Indiana with burns and internal injuries. Withrow escaped the burning. Now, there's, of course, the bad guy always escapes. It says he escaped the burning semi with non-life-threatening non -threatening injuries. The driver of the tractor trailer that was hit from behind, he was Thomas Fla Flaherty, 57. He was from Springfield, Ohio. He wasn't injured. Thank God for the trucker. Okay, the innocent trucker. Uh, it says uh, jail records show that Withrow was arrested at 1.20 a.m. July 10th. This was the next day and charged with level four and level five operating while intoxicated. Mm -hmm. So the dumbass was just out there wasted. We just got done talking about, you know, mm -hmm. drugs and alcohol. Well, here's a guy because um, down the road on the interstate wasted out of his ass. Uh, it says uh, it says he was also charged with level five reckless homicide, four counts of operating a motor vehicle while intoxicated, resulting in death, and four counts of causing catastrophic injury while operating a um, operating intoxicated. Rather, Withrow was released on bond at 11:40 p.m. July 10th. So he was arrested that day, and then he bonded out. Uh, it says Indianapolis reported. Uh, July 14th, that witnesses said Withrow's truck, these were the witnesses' accounts, said he was driving erratically prior to the crash. At one point, he was pushing another tractor, he pushed another tractor trailer off the shoulder. So this guy was only, he was wrecked, he was, Indiana State Police investigators determined the truck was moving at 72 miles 72 mile an hour at the crash. So he didn't just hit them, he careened these, these Never kids. Never slowed down. Never. And it says the speed limit in the construction zone is 55, but traffic was moving slower, obviously. It was, mm -hmm. I don't know what it was moving at. It says police uh, said after the crash, Withrow was staggering and off balance. His speech was slurred. The results of court-ordered blood draw showed evidence of marijuana, uh, amphetamines, and methamphetamine use. So he was intoxicated on everything. A, note, uh, a notice published on the 23rd, it said by the U.S. Department of Transportation Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration, FMCSA, declared Withrow to be an imminent hazard to public safety and was ordered, ordered him to not operate a commercial vehicle in interstate commerce. Withrow was served the federal order on the 17th. Now, I'm going to tell you right now, truthfully, I don't know who this Withrow is, but I know who he is. I've known guys like that. They don't give a flying shit. I can handle it. Not a big deal. You're For you to think that you can get in 80,000 pounds, waste it. I mean, what? What? I would be deathly afraid to even sit in the driver's seat with the car running if I knew I was wasted, that I was afraid a cop would tap on my window and go, hey, what are you doing there? Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. to, but 
you got to have some balls. And i got to tell you the truth. You're just ignorant. You, what are you trying to prove? Now, you know this guy just killed four little, four minors. Four minors. He's, I can't even see uh, Indiana. If you're listening to me, if this, and again, I'm going to just, like it, the law says you're presumed innocent until proven guilty. If you prove this guy guilty, and according to these reports, he's as guilty as guilty can get. If you don't give him the maximum, whatever you can do to him by the law, and shoot, if you can execute him, I'd say I kill him. He doesn't even deserve to live. Vehicle or manslaughter, he, he murdered. Can you imagine, first off, the mind? I don't know if that was the mother or father. didn't say the one that the it driver. It like a guy. It sounded like a guy, but... It, so it might have been... Was it the dad of one of them? I, I don't, don't know. know. But can you imagine... Being pulled from a burning vehicle and your kids or the or whatever you were responsible for all gets to die. Imagine the guilt just on the driver that was rear-ended. How horrible he must feel. Mm-hmm. I'm really disturbed by this one. Well, I am. We have, you know, we we both are. Yeah. So, anyways, I I you know it was an article I was looking. I thought I'd share it. It's a terrible article, but hey, you know if if this can get somebody out there right now that was possibly ready to pull out with a little bit of something in them. Think about this, guys. You, you're, it's going to catch you mm-hmm. eventually. The, you want to know how this happens, Ruthann? You do it a little bit, right? And you get away with it. Mm-hmm. And then you do it a little bit more, and you get away with it. After you do it three or four times, you think, I can handle it, man. I do right. it all the time. Right? Right. That's how anything starts when, you, when you're one of those that, that you know... People that lie, people that steal, you know, those big yeah. people that embezzle, they start out by doing little tiny shots of it. And then next thing you know, they're taking hundreds of thousands of dollars and they finally get caught because, yeah. you know, they they got too, uh, um, too big for their britches. You know, I don't know what else to say there when it comes to that. I had other words, but. I know. agree with you, though. So, but anyways, guys, if, if you're out there and you got an issue, we've said this before, you got an issue with alcohol. You got an issue with drugs? Call us. I'm serious. Yeah. I'll look up the place to get you help if I have to, just to save the people around you more, but, and also to help you. I mean, we're, we're all humans. Some humans just have a, honestly, you know, they have an issue and they can't stop. But guys, you go beyond mercy. You go beyond somebody feeling sorry or pity for you when you, when you blatantly um, endanger and let alone kill somebody, just getting out there, even if you wouldn't have gotten killed. If, if, I, if I seen a guy driving recklessly and then they pull him out of the vehicle and he's drunk, you want to club the guy over the head. Mm-hmm. I have no pity for that guy. Yeah. Yeah. I, and and so, so anybody out there that's addicted and you're, and, and you're like trying to fight this, I'll tell you right now, and I've said this before too, I'm going to, and well, I'll, unless you've got something else to talk about. Guys, you're better off, you're better off ripping your CDL up. You're better off right now being homeless. I'm serious. You're better off losing your wife. You're better off, honestly and truly, walking away from your life if it means getting straight. If you're, some people are like, oh, I'm so, I'm always drunk. I can't stop, but I got to keep working. 
because if I don't, I'm going to lose my family. I'm going to lose my house. I'm going to lose my car. Guys, if you, this guy here, he lost everything that day. Mm -hmm. He's gone. He's going to prison. And somebody else is going to be sleeping with his old lady someday. Somebody else is, somebody else is going to be called daddy by his kids because he's only in his 30s. If he has kids, guess what? Somebody else is daddy to your kid now. Somebody else is sleeping with your old lady now. Everything you had is gone. Mm -hmm. I'm telling you, you're gone. So if you were worried about losing all that stuff, you should have just you should have just threw that CDL away and God help. And and if you lost everything, that would have been good. But at least you would you would still have a chance to have a life. Mm -hmm. This guy, he has no chance at a life now. I mean, it is what it is. Ruthann, do you got anything else? Uh, word of the day. What is the word of the day? Juggernaut. Man, you know Joe Rogan says that when he's talking about somebody that's like a real tough guy. He's like, he's a juggernaut. Well, honestly, 13 Ghosts. Yeah, 13 with, Ghosts. With Juggernaut. The Juggernaut. That's where I always... That's, that's The Juggernaut. Was was he the guy that was on, on 13 Ghosts? Was he the guy that picked up the guy and broke his back? Yeah. He was the mean, the yeah. real tough... The yeah. Juggernaut. He was like the main ghost, the toughest one. Yeah. Okay. He was the one that they wanted to catch. He was um he was he was a uh, like a um, a tiny looking guy, you know. Like he wasn't the real. No, beefy the juggernaut one. was the real big guy. Was he the real beefy yeah, guy? Yeah, okay. you can remember he picked up. Well, who's the guy at the end, or who was that? Who was that one then? The one that was really thin and that they were really trying to get at the very end. I don't know. It's been a while since we've oh, seen I'm that movie. I have to watch that. I like that movie. All right. All right. So I'm gonna play it real quick. So good. Juggernaut. Little louder. Juggernaut. 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 All right. So a juggernaut mm -hmm. is an overwhelming force that destroys anything in its path. Oh. The other definition is an institution that inspires blind devotion and sacrifice. Um, that's definitely the opposite of that definition. I, I like the first one better. No, well that's what well, that's more, I think, of the accurate um, I'm pulling up 13 Ghost Juggernaut. Juggernaut. Is it the big guy? It's the big guy. I remember him. He's the one who broke the doctor's back or whatever. The, the main bad guy's back. So, anyways, listen. Real quick. Honestly. We're all about the trucking industry on this show. All right, guys. You know, Talk CDL has been on the air since late 2015. And every show is about trucking, Ruthann. It's all we talk about. It's... And you know, I've been, we haven't invited. We just did an interview. We've got a couple. We've got a couple interviews that haven't mm -hmm. even. And I know there's probably guys out there, Travis, if you're listening. Um, we we definitely still have yours. It's you know the editing is is a little harder in some because of background noises. But guys, if you come on our show, um, we got a lot of people that we've interviewed. We've got some waiting to be published. Okay, that are uh, still waiting for editing to get through. Well, it's kind of, it's really hard for them because of the yeah. like you said the background noises, headsets yeah. oh. kind of mess it up, and then you have like a lot of noise, and then you have maybe a forty minute show yeah. that sounds really bad when editing listens. Well, to we it. Re we recently interviewed somebody. Not going to say their names. Um, nice people, but Ruthann, when they when somebody comes on our show, whether it's a company or you know CEO or whoever you are, you know. Uh, uh, Somebody in trucking drivers. Ruthann will in, she'll email instructions, and they clearly say no headsets. Headsets suck 
when you're yeah, that's the juggernaut. I knew that's who it was. He's the no, big. No, that's not. No, he's that's, not. That's him. That's no, the that's trust. The, that's the All right, we're gonna guy. we're gonna watch it. We're gonna watch the we're gonna watch thirteen ghosts. Um, but anyways, um, and I'm not on anybody's case. But bottom line is, if you want to come on the show, and you want to get your interview or your time on the show out there, on iTunes and everything, if it's gonna make it out from the recording, out into the world, you gotta come on the show. Without headsets, without dogs back barking in the background, without your... We had one guy who was sitting out on his porch the one time, and, and you can hear traffic, and you couldn't hear him. And then a couple of times, it was real windy. I'm like, hey, dude, what's that noise? He's like, well, yeah, it's really windy. I'm like, well, we, we told you, man, we can't... So yeah, sometimes they don't get published. I'm just saying. Well, yeah, and, because and, you, can't, you can't hear anything. It's just yeah. too... Yeah, so, I mean, if you're in trucking, we invite anybody in trucking. We got other people that are supposed to be coming on the show. You know, you're more than welcome to make it on. Just be in a quiet room with your phone, or if you have a mic and you want to mic in, most people call in and then we patch them right into the mixer. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to tell you something, a good iPhone or an Android sounds perfectly clear. It almost sounds like you're in the studio just on your phone. So keep that in mind, anybody that's going to be coming on the show soon. Watch the instructions. Like I said, we just had somebody <laughs> clearly told the, the the people, "Hey, no headsets." What first thing to do? Yeah, I I, I try to I try like, to get that out right away. You know, right, there's yeah. there's thir- certain things that you just can't okay. we can't do. All right. So, do you have anything else before we rock it out of here? Hmm. Mm-mm. Okay. Let's go. Peace. Peace. Praise the Lord. <laughs>